Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Unfortunately, we see the gun lobby working with the Conservative Party of Canada to spread misinformation, to use fear, to sow division um, by trying to mislead Canadians. And the reality is we are stepping up. It is one of the most contentious pieces of uh, proposed legislation in uh, recent history in this country, and that's C-21, the Liberals' firearms legislation, the addendum that has followed. And there are accusations and counter-accusations that the addendum wants to uh, remove the right of Canadians, licensed gun owners, to uh, own hunting rifles and shotguns. The Liberals say that's not the case. Uh, there, as I said, it's an extremely, as you know, a contentious piece of legislation. Uh, indigenous leaders are challenging the government. And I think the federal government is starting to realize that this is legislation that was by them aimed at urban centers, but it's not playing very well in a great part of this country. And our guest is going to speak to that. Ed Berlue is a Toronto-based lawyer who specializes in firearms-related cases. He's defended more than 700 cases of licensed firearm owners since uh, beginning this work in 1999. And uh, Mr. Berlue spent some time on this program as my guest as we've talked about other pieces of firearms legislation that the government has brought forward. I think it was 2017. It was Bill C-71, I think. So, Ed, how are you? Thanks for coming on. Well, it's a good day. We have our first meaningful snowfall, and I'm feeling rather cheerful, except about the legislation and the state of Parliament, which is just terrible. So what is your view, your professional view, of Bill C-21 and the addendum, and does the addendum actually include shotguns and rifles, which are hunting tools for millions of Canadians? Well, the first thing I'll say is about C-21 itself without the addendum. This is a great disarmament bill. It rewrites, it will rewrite thousands upon thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of judges' decisions made since 1998, where a person got a uh, a, a peace bond, and the judge said, just stay away, be nice to these people, keep the peace, be a good behavior, and we don't have to take your guns. Because C-21 changes that by saying, we don't care what the judge said 20 years ago. We don't care if you have reformed yourself, rehabilitated yourself, whether you've had your firearms license renewed four times since then, we're now going to revoke your firearms license, revoke your registration certificates for all your guns, and we're going to say that you can never have a firearms license again. That cut and dried? That's, huh? Is that cut and dried? Yes. These are changes that are being made to Section 5, I think it's 5.1, mm-hmm. of the Firearms Act and Section 70 of the Firearms Act. And, you know, so as lawyers, we would very often, and friends of mine who are lawyers, they're just, we're, we fear how our phones are going to ring. Just 20 years ago, I, I'll tell you, even two years ago, you know, people would say, well, I, I, I spit on somebody's shoes, that's an assault, 
and the Crown would say, look, we're not going to prosecute this, but you've got to take a peace bond. Be, a, you know, be of good behavior. Hmm. And the person will say, fine, uh, I'll take that. I don't want a criminal uh, matter because I shoved somebody, spit on their shoes, or otherwise, you know, did an unwanted touching. And Ed, Ed, say, you've handled over 700 on, cases, right? Your guns. You've handled over 700 cases. Add, add 200 more to that. Okay. Yeah. So I went back and looked at something that you wrote on the 11th of December, 2018. And it's the gunblog.ca. And the headline is, Ed Berlew, a gun ban means government has lost trust in the RCMP. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the point. C-21 really should be viewed as the the, the federal cabinet saying we cannot trust the ability of our esteemed RCMP who are trained in the safety of Canadians, who are the people who trained us who are licensed to have guns. We can't trust them. They don't do a good enough job. So we're just going to disarm. In that same piece, Canadians. in that same piece you also wrote, and I didn't even think about this until I read your uh, your blog piece, and I've sort of re- referenced this several times since. Police already have the right to remove firearms from anyone, any day, simply because that person is identified by the RCMP as a threat of pot- or, or, or a potential threat to others and themselves. They already can do that. They don't need legislation, oh, yes. correct? That is existing legislation. Um, Section 117 of the Criminal Code, 117.04, they don't need a warrant. Any police officer can get a complaint. And they could say, uh, you know, it could be it could be my neighbor saying, uh, you know, uh, Harry, Harry shouldn't have a gun. Oh, my God. Harry scared me. Uh, Harry said that he is going to uh, uh, do something bad to me. Uh, he's going to uh, screw me up somehow. And then the police can come without a warrant immediately and disarm me. So and go to the court and say we're going to have a hearing about this. So okay. when you look at when you look at C twenty one, I'm sorry, we we're talking over each other. It's probably it's our phone system. You're not hearing me, and I'm not hearing you as well as I should. But let's let's give it a try. So when you look at C twenty one. And you look at the addendum. What has to happen with this with this legislation to make it? Um, I don't want to use the word palatable to you, but uh, let me use that word. Or is it impossible? And it just has to be either dropped or rewritten. It has to be dropped and rewritten. The addendum is a mere three hundred and nine pages. <laughs> Quite an addendum. That's, that's three hundred and nine pages listing all the guns that they banned already in, uh, in, in May of 2020, which they haven't paid for, by the way. They don't seem to have, to have the ability to figure out how to pay us for those guns. Let me ask you, know, you this, this question, because we're going to go to Lawrence Manzer, and I, I, I don't want to move you along too fast, but we're, I, we're going to keep go you ahead. on the phone when we speak with Mr. Manzer. I have to ask you this, because of his encounter in 2012 on his neighbor's lawn at 3 o'clock in the morning with an unloaded shotgun. Answer this to me, for me, please. There exists no absolute right to defend family, children, and spouse 
or yourself in your home as you deem necessary in the event of an attack, including the use of a firearm in Canada. Is that correct? Uh, Your responsibility, if you're going to defend yourself, is to use only sufficient force, or as much force, as the Crown later on decides, or the police decide, was necessary. There's no Castle Doctrine, yes? There isn't. Uh, Section uh, 34 of the Criminal Code was revised about eight years ago, but it's still not enforced as a Castle Doctrine, and it is not a Castle Doctrine. Um, you can meet force with force, but it has to be sort of equivalent force. How you figure that out at three in the morning is impossible. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 